Hello and welcome to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. I have good news. On Monday, my wife was on the podcast celebrating our 100th episode, and we said that Kara was pregnant, and any day now, our baby boy would come along, and that is exactly what happened. On Tuesday, little Micah David Stancil was born, healthy, seven and a half pounds, all good, a beautiful baby boy. And I appreciate your well wishes and your prayers. Today we're in Psalms. Again, Psalm chapter 25. We looked at the first five verses last time, which say, Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord, teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. And today we'll look at the next two verses, which would be Psalm 25, verses 6 and 7. And they say this, Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindnesses, for they have been ever of old. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions, according to thy mercy, remember thou me for thy goodness' sake, O Lord. He says remember here. In fact, he says remember, I believe it's three times. Many people believe that David is dealing with a hardship, and that's true, a hardship for sure in this passage, some kind of trial or burden. But many people believe it's as a direct result of his personal sin. Now that's that's probably the case and the reason that they get that is because one of the reasons is in verse 7 the context of what he says remember not the sins of my youth nor my transgressions. And it's interesting I'd like to point out a couple of thoughts from these two verses. He says remember O Lord in verse 6 thy tender mercies and thy loving kindnesses. Tender mercies are compassion, pity. It's as a mother would look upon her newborn child, and that's really what it is. And it's it's funny because we have that exact situation going on now. We've got a newborn, and that little newborn can be fussy, and he can do whatever. He can do his worst. There's not much a newborn can do, but he can do whatever, and there's there's no way we would resent that newborn because we love him. We have compassion and pity, tender mercies towards that child. And that's what God has. God has tender mercies and also loving kindnesses. Loving kindness is a steadfast love, an immovable, unchanging love. And in David's difficult time, perhaps partly as a result of his own sin, he appeals to God's qualities, his attributes of tender mercy and loving kindness. But notice this, notice they're plural. It's the tender mercies and loving kindness says. Isn't that interesting? It's because that attributes of God are revealed in his actions. And God isn't just a God of tender mercy. He's a God of tender mercies, loving kindness says, poured out multiple Numerable. And God, that's what he does. He constantly pours out acts of tender mercies and loving kindnesses. 
And I'm sure as you look back at your own life, you recognize that. You recognize that even down to this very moment, every breath is a gift. It's the mercies of God, loving kindnesses. If we got what we deserved, if we truly got what we deserved, we would spend an eternity in hell. We would even further back and never had the opportunity to live because our sins earn us the judgment of God, a just judgment of God. And yet God in his tender mercy and loving kindness pours it all out on us every day. And he says in verse six, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindnesses for, and here's why he says, for they have been ever of old. Now, both of these attributes are ever of old, which means they've, they've always been a part of God and all attributes of God have been and are forever true. All of them. God has always been holy. God has always been omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. He's always been just. All of that. So why point out the age, or rather agelessness, of these particular attributes, his loving kindness and tender mercies? I believe you get the answer in the next verse, verse number seven, which says, Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. The transgression is a willing breaking of the law. It's rebellion. According to thy mercy, remember thou me for thy goodness's sake, O Lord. I believe what David is saying was that God's tender mercies and loving kindnesses had been around since before the sins of David's youth, and they were still abounding after David had grown up. You see, thy tender mercies and loving kindnesses, they've been of old. Remember not the sins of of my youth. What does he mean there by remember? How does God forget? God doesn't forget. God can't just, nothing slips his mind. He can't just forget. So how could he forget his own attributes? He wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. What David is saying is that when God looks at David, he's saying, he's praying to God, when God, God, when you consider me, don't remember the sins of my youth, but rather remember your own tender mercies and loving kindnesses attributes that by their very nature imply shortcomings on the part of the receiver of these attributes. When you look at me, consider you, don't consider me. That's really something. Think about that. Where there is no sin, no tender mercy is needed. Where there is no weakness, no loving kindness is required. But those attributes of God were of old. They are ever of old. Before I was born, God had a loving kindness and tender mercy ready for me. Before mankind was created, God was full of tender mercies and loving kindnesses. This helps explain to me why God would even create the world and create man to rule creation when by his omniscience, he knows everything, he certainly knew that man would sin almost immediately, filling the earth and the bloodline of man with sin. And it's been quite a mess ever since. So why would he even give us a chance to live? Why would he bother? Why would he, when he knew his loving kindness and tender mercy, would send his son Jesus Christ to be crucified, shedding his blood to pay for our sins? Why would he still even make us? It was his loving kindness and tender mercy. Before he did it, he saw it all, and yet he made us anyway. 
He made you anyway. And so David appeals to God that he would remember that, not David's sin. God, remember who you are. Don't remember the things that I did in my youth that I'm ashamed of, that I've repented of. By the way, that was all David could appeal to was God and his loving kindness and tender mercy. David knew, even though he tried to do many good works, and he did, and you should walk in your integrity and all that, but David knew his good works could not outweigh the sins of his youth. Sins of youth may seem less serious, but they're nothing to wink at. Many of us regret and wish we could forget so much of what we've done in the past. And yet while we should walk in our integrity now and be surrendered to God in our hearts and actions, the sins of the past are not removed by doing good later. The only hope we have is the tender mercy and loving kindness of God. By the way, this was manifested on the cross. It was always God's plan before he created the world that he would send his son, the son of God, God in the flesh, the expression of God, the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, all God, all man. He would send him to pay for our sins. Why would he do that? God's loving kindness and tender mercy. We named our son Micah, and Micah the prophet wrote in Micah chapter 7, verse 18, Who is a God like unto thee, that pardoneth iniquity, and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever, because he delighteth in mercy. He will turn again, he will have compassion upon us, he will subdue our iniquities, and thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Why would God do that? Why would a just God forget about sins? It was his loving kindness and tender mercy that sent his son, Jesus Christ, to pay for our sins. And so now, based on that satisfactory payment, that atonement of Christ on the cross, God's loving kindness and tender mercy welcomes us in to the family of God. If you've never been saved, know this, that your sins, yes, though they be many, God's loving kindness and tender mercies are more. And the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. And all you have to do is by faith receive that gift, that satisfactory payment for your sins that God and His loving kindness and tender mercy sent His Son Jesus to pay for, and you can be saved. 